it's time to wipe your tears and crack a beer. This is the last episode where Brian Gumpy's in the same room with me for who knows how long. And I, it is bittersweet because I love you. I love you, my friend, so much. I love you. And yet you're going to be gone. And I'm so happy for you, but I'm sad to miss you. And I'm so happy for you because it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. And then I'm very selfish because I just want, like, yes, to just keep hanging out. <laughs> so I'm drying my tears, but I'm going to crack a beer because I love you and I'm glad you're going. And I'm Brian Gumpy. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. The three episodes. So this is three episodes we've been leading up to this. Yeah. You're already in Colorado as far as anybody who's listening to this is concerned. For like two weeks. Yeah. yeah. But not me. Yeah. Well, you'll, yeah, I'll but be listening. But it's list- still real to us. Jeez. Oh, in two weeks, I'm going to listen to this and I guarantee I'm going to shed a tear. Oh, no. Totally. I'm going to be like, oh, it's gone. You won't? I have I I mean I you don't better. know. I'm I might be, have on the last I'm one. I'm gonna be pissed if you don't. I will at some point. I don't know if it'll be this one <laughs> or the last one. At some point. At some point. <laughs> Multiple point. <laughs> I think the only time I actually like kind of teared up and cried is when Andy and Rachel were hugging in front of B Street the other night when oh, we went gosh. out. That was like that was the first time Andy had seen you guys since we you, we told you told right. us. And so she was, that was like, oh man, this is real. So uh, the way I work is I just dive into like a pit of just grief and processing and just like, just get into the depths of it. Mm -hmm. Like want to feel all of it to the fullest extent. And then I deal with it and then I'm pretty okay. And for me, like I was bummed when I made the list. Like, that was when I dealt with it. I'm like, well, crap, it's going to happen 100%. It's just a matter of when and where. Yeah, yeah. And, like, like I was mopey when I made the list, which is super funny because it's, like, some great You're thing. And, like, all... woo That was when I did, like, a lot of it. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, over a period of, like, a month. Yeah. Um, no, I remember. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm sure the tears are coming. This will be the week for sure, for sure. But... It will be. Sunday night will be a little emotional. I think your last Sunday night here. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Your last benediction. Oh, I know. <laughs> I already know what my last song's going to be, too. Oh, do you? I've okay, had it picked out on. for a few weeks oh, so that I, so that I don't uh, is it a, do it, it ahead of time. Is it a Brian Gumpy staple? Are you going to ah, tell me or are you going to surprise me? I'm going to surprise you. Okay. But I wouldn't call it that necessarily. Sort of, kind of. All right. Um, so, <laughs> to lighten the mood a little bit. Dude, I, when you, that text popped up, I thought it said God. Because I was dead. reading it upside down and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Did you see me do that double take? That's because I thought it said God. <laughs> You'd think I'd talk more if I was getting texts from <laughs> from God himself. No. So... <laughs> so I, we've already mentioned, this is how you'll know that these three episodes were back to back <laughs> to back. We've already talked it's like the Lakers a bit about my trip to Woodland yesterday for Thanksgiving in July. So I'm carving this bird and it's a big bird, right? <laughs> big bird. <laughs> I hope it's big bird. And my, my dad's like taking pictures and stuff. He just said, look angry in that picture. I know. I, well, he what caught me doing? off guard. I'm, yeah. I, I'm ferociously 
carving meat is what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway, so my dad hands me his phone. He says, hey, do me a favor. Take a picture of the bird for me. And so I do. So did you do the bird? <laughs> <laughs> Not that bird. So I, so I do a little close-up uh-huh. on the cavity of the bird. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he just, oh, my gosh. And he just texted it to me. <laughs> it's just a close-up on the turkey cavity. And it's pretty gross looking if you don't know what it is. Oh, it looks man. like a carcass, though. It does look like a carcass. Yeah. It looks like a, like a creepy mouth. Or a cave. A cave. A creepy cave. A cave of wonders. Oh, I was thinking more like a Scooby-Doo cave where they're going to go get, they're going to go get Mr. Jenkins. Those. And he's in there being the fish monster. kids. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, turkey butt. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Turkey's okay. I don't think it's my favorite meat. What's your favorite meat? We had ribs last night at Joel's. Yeah. He's on this new rib kick. Dude, right in time for me to leave town. He's That's filing it in. I'm he sure did, he is. He did four hour ribs, and there's a little bit of dryness, but but only on one little section. The rest of them were juicy goodness. Mm. And he's gonna try a three and a half hour. And he's got this rub that he has that's pretty tasty. So I'm I'm keen on Joel's uh, Joel's meat game right now. Beef, in general, yeah, is my favorite. Yeah. Mm. Um. But I do love me some ribs. And beef ribs, I'm not into beef ribs that much. Yeah. Like pork ribs, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm, I'm a proper Gentile and a Christian, and pork is my favorite meat. Okay. Like when I go get my bami sandwich from the Vietnamese place, it's always the pork I got to have. If they get it in the pho, I get the pork. <sighs> um, it's just hard, though. Like What? What's hard? Like it depends on the application. Because like I said, pork ribs. Bacon. Bacon is good. Um, ham. Yeah, I could take or leave ham, honestly. Do you even, do if you, there's uh, ham and something else, I'm going to take the something else. Well, unless it's a really good ham. Like yeah. there's some hams that are just lights out. I eat chicken the most. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's not like almost ever my favorite. Chicken wings. Chicken wings are great. Yep. Uh, From oh, uh, Fat Buddha Wind. Barbecue. What's that guy's name? Z- Kevin, who on Monday nights, he's there. Southern at the Zen. Show. Is that what it is? Yeah, Fat Buddha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Southern Zen. It's got that picture. I'm I a, know. I'm a visual guy. I know. And it's got a cowboy hat on. It's a Fat Buddha it's with a, a fat cowboy Buddha. hat. Yeah. Hey, dude, have you ever seen the movie? Don't go watch this movie. But have you ever seen Bubba Hotep? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never heard of it. <laughs> no. So this... This uh, so Elvis didn't die. He hired an impersonator, Great. and the impersonator went nuts and killed himself on the drugs. And so Elvis just lived the normal rest of his life, and he's in a retirement home. And then this mummy comes alive. Oh, and of he, course. He has to go. It fight. wasn't weird yet. No, so no. get the mummy. So in there. he has to go fight the mummy, and it's the guy, Elvis fights the mummy. Elvis fights the mummy. And you and told me I'm not supposed to go watch this movie. <laughs> it's, it's no, you can watch it. It's pretty funny, but it's like. It, you won't. You, after your words, you're gonna go. What did I just watch? And it's the guy who plays Ash in uh, 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 Living. No, not Living Dead. Why can't I think of it? Um, There's somebody named Ash that's not. Yeah. Like Pokemon. No, Ash. shut up. No, it's not. And people are gonna ridicule me who know it that I can't think of it off the top of my head. But whatever. Not me. Yeah. I don't know, I know. what you're talking about. Well, it's him. It's that. It's that guy who plays. Uh, who plays Elvis? Got and it. And so. Yeah, Bubba Hotep. But I <laughs> judge a Mexican restaurant by its pastor. pastor yeah. And if they don't have pastor, then judgment passed. 
That's yeah, all I need I to know. There. So I went to the taco truck up in Paradise the Which other day. Which is pork for and all like, of you uneducated outside it's barbecued of California pork, people. Not like slow cooked, like carnitas. It's literally translated spicy pork, mm-hmm. but it's not like spicy, spicy. It's like spiced pork. Pork, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went to the taco truck and I'm like, I want Pastor Burrito Supreme. And she's like, oh, we're out of Pastor. And I'm like, that's the worst word you could have ever said to me. And she looked at me like, huh? Like that. And I'm like, okay, I'll have something else. I'm like, what should I get then? And she's like, besides Pastor. And she's like, uh, carnitas? Oh, no. And I was like, ah, dogs, this is awful. My mom is all about the carnitas. We're talking a lot about pork. Maybe. Pork, dude, it's your favorite meat. It's what's for dinner. I had uh, dragon potatoes from Cine Cortez this morning. Oh, I've never had that. Oh, dude, you should. Apparently... It was on diners, drive-ins, and dives. Like oh, that. I didn't dish. see that episode. It's pretty new, but yeah, I and saw the one with Mamona and um, was Mamona on there? Yeah, Mamona was on there, and um, Upper Crust. No, I know. Banshee. Yeah, Upper Crust Banshee and Grana. Grana. Yeah, but Mamona was on there, and then there was another. What was the other one? Okay, so Cinda Cortez was on there too, huh? Apparently, we were yeah. there today, and they've got like a big cardboard cutout of him, and like a signed poster on the wall. They really want you to know that he was there. Wow. Yeah, but anyway, some people that don't, has don't want you to know that he was there, right? No, it has carnitas in it. That's what made me think okay. of it. That's good. Carnitas, mm. rosemary potatoes. Dude, we haven't eaten yet. I'm getting hungry right Dude, now. Dude, I know. Let's do this episode so we can get ask, food. Ask me a question, essay. All right, Pat. What are the different? It's a simple. Real tight, tidy question. Okay. What are the differences between the different types of Christianity? Yes. What are they? No. And how would God view these different types of Christians? Seven. <laughs> Can we go eat now? <laughs> how would God view them? Seven. Okay. Okay. So what, what are the different types? Okay. So it makes me think of Michael Scott giving his speech on the different kinds of business. There are basically three different types of business. Uh, hospitals, <laughs> manufacturing, and airports. <laughs> it, slash, slash candy stores. Uh, so. And you know some of that? <laughs> oh, it's just so imp- improvi- improvised. <laughs> yes. he, yeah, some of that is just not written script. It's yes. great. Okay. <laughs> so there are basically seven types of Christianity. Uh. Okay. Christianity was pretty monolithic for most of church history. There was a split. Um, I'm going to get the date wrong, so I'm not even going to say it. In the 1500s? No, no. Shut up. No, I'm getting there. (laughs) But um, before that, between the Orthodox and the Catholic, what we know them as Orthodox and Catholic today, in terms of where is the see, the Holy See, where does the Pope um, um, do all of his popery? (laughs) One said Rome and one said Istanbul, Constantinople. But Istanbul was Constantinople. Huh? It's been a long time gone, Constantinople. Now Turkish delight on a moonlit night. Hey, every <laughs> gal in Constantinople lives in Istanbul in the Constantinople. People who don't know that song <laughs> and waited for you to get to the sing-songy part are going to be so confused. Like, it was oh my an gosh, Umbrella Academy, Pat's too. Ha- Pat's having a stroke right now. <laughs> yes, it was. That was a great... It was a great scene. Great, great scene. song for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, what a great show! Yeah, yeah, that was a good show. Not not as good as Stranger Things. They better do another season. They have. They to. have. No, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, 
But for the most part, what we know as Christianity has been Roman Catholic. And then in the 1500s, 1519 specifically, uh, Martin Luther, who was a Roman Catholic monk in Wittenberg, Germany, um, realized that there was a lot of errors in the way the Roman Catholic Church was functioning. So he wrote up what is called the 95 Theses, basically 95 points of protest or what he really wanted to do was start an academic debate. He wasn't interested in changing the face of humanity as we know it, <laughs> which is exactly that happened what on I, accident. That happened on accident. He was just trying to strike up an uh, academic debate. But can you imagine was, having such an auspicious <laughs> moment in your life? Like I write a book. Just no, not just even. Like, no, no, no. Let me have this. Okay. I write a book. And just for fun, you know, just to like, I want to have a debate. And then all of a sudden it sparks a revolution that changes humanity's existence. Totally. I'm with you on that. But what I would say is I don't think like he, he didn't write a book. Like he didn't no, endeavor 90- to write a book. It would be like, well, like you having a Facebook comment. <laughs> it was a hefty pamphlet. It was, but still, it wasn't a book. Right. Like, right. like you said, he was just trying to spark some debate, right. which, okay, like, yeah, right. like, a, like a long Facebook comment right. that changed the rest of history. History, yeah. yeah. So um, then that sparked the Protestant Reformation, which split the church into um, many different groups, which is why this question is even asked. It wouldn't have been asked um, you know, 600 years ago. So now we, we have um, that Roman Catholicism still exists. It is very good at morphing and absorbing and um, taking things from where it's at. And so it is generally culturally applicable in a lot of different cultures. Um, but they, they, one of the big points of disagreement is they do not believe in justification by faith alone, which means that we we believe we do believe that as Protestants we are justified, meaning we are declared right by God by our faith alone. We have faith in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and that alone justifies us. Would they feign that they believe that? They would say we're justified by faith, but not a faith that is alone. So it's they very exact language. They would yeah. that's what they would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm just wondering if it's one of those things where like they say they are, but when you really no. look under the hood, it's not. No. No, okay. no, no. They're, they're, the faith and works. Yeah. yeah. The the faith they do believe in justification by faith, but that faith isn't alone. It's always going to be um accompanied by works. Totally. So that's a big major that's the the biggest one. I mean, there's lots of other major, major disagreements that we would have with Rome. Um, Marian dogmas, uh, the Eucharist, is, is Christ actually re-offered and re-sacrificed every time Mass is performed? No, we would say that's idolatrous, um, which is going to sound harsh to some people, but if, if we're saying that here's another Christ, a priest, an altar Christus, who's re-offering the actual body and blood of Christ, he's being re-sacrificed every single time we gather together, we're worshiping those elements we're, we're, it's idolatrous. There's no, I don't know, there's, I don't think there's any way around it. But what the Reformation did is it sparked Lutheranism, it sparked Presbyterianism, it sparked Congregationalism, it sparked the Baptists as, you know, as they're going to come to be known, and, and lots and lots and lots of other movements where people now finally have the Bible in their own language, thanks to Martin Luther's translation, Wycliffe's translation into English, along with lots of other translations. But um, 
they have the Bible for themselves, they're able to read it for themselves, start studying it and coming to what they believe is their own conclusions based upon study and prayer. And so now all of a sudden you do have lots of different um, movements and groups and, you know, groups on the continent, groups in the British Isles, you know, that are all kind of um, getting together under a common rubric of theology, but yet at the same time, there's enough differences that they don't unite and join together, but they stay unique and dis- distinct movements. Mm-hmm. So what are some different types? Um, so Lutheranism would be one. Um, Lutherans, I have a very good Lutheran friend right now. He actually gave me the minister's manual that I've been currently using, which I really like. Um, Lutherans have a um, different view specifically of uh, communion or the sacrament of the Lord's Supper. And they would, instead of transubstantiation, which is the Catholic view, they believe in consubstantiation, which means he's over and above and around. Christ doesn't actually turn into those elements, but he is present in and through and under and over and beyond. Um, And there's that big famous fight between Luther and Zwingli that, you know, this is my body. So he was just going to say his body has to be there somehow, some way, shape, or form. But at the same time, they do believe in justification by faith, although they do have a different understanding of baptism than we do. They do believe that there is a regenerating factor in infant baptism that would be different and distinct from Presbyterian baptism, which they would see that we're baptizing, our Presbyterians would see we're baptizing our kids into the covenant of Christ or into the new covenant, and they become new covenant members, although they haven't been regenerated or born again yet. And then there's lots of other different ones, Baptists, that's what we are. We believe some of our distinctives would be that we believe in local church autonomy, not in a big, huge denomination. Presbytery. A presbytery, right? We're we're not keen on that. Which is one of the hardest words to say in all of church language. Presbytery. Presbytery. Exactly. Yeah. Prove my point. I will continue if you ask me to pronounce things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to keep going until you tell me to stop. (laughs) Um. Baptists, uh, we believe in local church autonomy. Um, we're very interested in separation of church and state. We believe that believers alone should be baptized, not children um, who have no profession of faith in Jesus Christ. That's the big, big, big distinction is we believe that um, only believers should be baptized. Now, from that view comes a lot of other denominations, a lot of the Pentecostal churches would be Baptist in terms of their view of baptism, but what makes them distinct is their views of the Holy Spirit and how he functions and why he does things the way he does. And there are some churches that, you know, will see that there's different kinds of Christians. There's carnal Christians and spiritual Christians, and that depending upon if you've had the baptism of the Holy Spirit or not, and you've been gifted, some people would say you need to speak in tongues. Some would say you don't need to. Um, but then there's lots of what we know nowadays is um, uh, non-denominational churches, which means they're not affiliated with any denomination, but they look pretty typical evangelical. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. That's kind of the makeup, at least here in America, 
There's lots of other things that are going on all throughout the world that I'm not near as familiar with, of course. What about like an Anglican or Episcopalian or? Sure. So those all stem from. So we're meet, we're in an Anglican church right this moment, and that's Church of England in America or Church of England not in England. So we or Episcopal. That's Episcopal. But we're in an Anglican church here, um, and they are very close to being Catholic. They're basically Catholic with um, a belief in justification by faith alone. So we would look at the 39 Articles, which is the Confession of Faith for the Anglican Church, and say that that is a Protestant document. However, the practice, the way they worship and the way they function, they're, they're a hop, skip, and a jump from Rome. When people come into this church, they think it's Catholic. They think church. it's a Catholic church, yeah. yeah. totally. The crucifix is up there, big and huge, and there's holy water in the back. And, I mean, it, it's set up, it looks like a Catholic church. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember going to an Episcopal church and it was the same way. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Visiting. Yeah. So that with uh, my singing group. And, not because I wanted to go there. And there are and you know what? There are other churches that are more high churches. I guess I've forgotten Methodists in there. You know, they're a mainline church that grew out of Charles and um, John Wesley's interest in pursuing holiness and pursuing sanctification as the main focus in the church. And so they, that, that's where Methodism came from. But anyways, that, so those are some of the big mainline. Right. You know, if you're going to go to a, a town, you're going to look for a church, that's pretty much what you're going to find. So how would God view these different types of Christians? I don't know. I can't, I don't know how to answer that. How God views them, he hasn't told me. So I <laughs> um, guess... What my question to maybe make it a little more answerable for you is, are we're, we're talking about different types of Christians, so mm-hmm. they're not heretical, right? Right. Well, y- yes, yes. Well, what does heretical mean? Maybe. We well, we know that. we would say that the Roman Catholic Church, the way it functions, is heretical, right? I mean, so are they Christians? No. Ah, there we go. That's well, what I was looking for. Are there Christians in there? Bad Catholics that aren't following the stated doctrine of the official church? Yes, there can be in our Bible-believing, born-again people who are in Catholic churches. The Catholic church as an institution? No, it is apostate. I remember you saying one time, I heard you answer that question. Can a Christian be in a Catholic church? And the answer you gave was yes, but not for long. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So... And that's tricky because they would say that they are Christians, right? They say they are the true church. Right. And that we are, um, we are uh, misinformed or just uh, wayward brothers right. kind of thing. Yeah. So they would, see, they would see value in our faith, but they would say that um, if, we, if we hold the things that we do, we're anathema according to the Council of Trent. But then you go back to the rest of them, and you said that the big distinction between Catholicism and everyone else that you just explained, mm-hmm. if I remember right, yeah. is salvation by faith alone. Faith alone, yep. Justification uh, by faith alone, and by so, grace alone, and Christ alone, all for his glory alone. That's the solas of the right. Reformation, yeah. Which everyone else that you explained would, I mean, they're not going to be reformed people who would talk about the five solas. Well, no, but they're certainly going to say we're saved by faith alone, by grace alone, in Christ alone. They're going to say those Of course, things, of course. Just without the context that I'm just saying they probably wouldn't word it that way. No, they yeah. would. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If you press them, they might say, oh, yeah, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. 
But anyway, so how does he view these different types of Christians? So we're asking about how does he view these, I don't want to call them too fine, a point of theology, but these are not distinctives that make someone like the, we would say of the Catholic Church, like not a Christian. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so I'm going to give a biblical analogy first, and that will lead to my answer. In Revelation chapter 5, there are before the throne of God people from every tribe and tongue and people and language and nation. And they're all worshiping before the Lord. They all still have their distinctiveness so that John could see they're from every tribe and tank language and people and nation. So they're still the same color that they are. They're speaking, I'm assuming the languages that he knows are from these other tribes and tongues and languages and nations. Um, and they're all one within the church. Uh, and I think that's a good thing. I do know that people from every tribe and tongue and language worship vastly differently. So if, that's my analogy, so if that's true for heaven, then that must be true for the lesser. If it's true for the greater, it's true for the lesser. And the lesser is denominationalism here on earth. I think denominations are a good thing. And the reason for that is because not everyone is Pentecostal. Not everyone is Lutheran. Not everyone is Baptist. Um, these are distinctive. As, and if you become a Christian and you don't know what, you, know, you know, you don't know any of these things. But as you grow in Christ and you read your Bible and you study, you begin to realize, oh, I see this more emphasized than this in Scripture. And that might lead you to another church. That's not a bad thing. You want to be where you can worship in a, with a clear conscience. And the truth of the matter is, is there's a lot of really good churches that differ widely, widely about many things. And that's okay. What we don't differ on is the Trinity. We don't differ on justification by faith alone. We don't differ on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We don't differ on these things that are absolutely essential to be a Christian. We differ on these things that we would call secondary or tertiary issues that... Um, matter, but are, and, and might divide in terms of, are we going to worship together on a Sunday morning, but don't divide in terms of, are we going to be together worshiping in heaven? I love that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't mind the, the, that there are other churches and I don't even mind if somebody comes here, realizes, oh, this isn't for me after being here for four or five months. It's happened. Yeah, it's happened. And we'll help you find a church where you can worship with a clear conscience. I know, I know most other churches aren't going to do that. <laughs> no, for sure uh, not. Like, oh, you're reformed here? Let's help you find a reformed church in town. No, no, no. No, no. they'll help they're you gonna, find the door, and that's right, about it. The door, or they're going to try to talk you down. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. So um, what does God think of these other? I'm, I'm sure that he is grieved about some of them. But at the same time, like Acts 15, where Paul and Barnabas part ways, suddenly there's double the work being done in terms of missions in that early church, like powerful missions, Barnabas and Paul, pillars of the church, right? Now there's two missionary teams instead of the one. So while there was a big disagreement that caused that split, um, clearly there was reconciliation because Paul, at the end of his life, wanted to meet Mark again, which he was the big point of discussion between Paul and Barnabas. 
So it, it, I think that while there, God might be grieved about the way some of these denominations have arisen, I, I don't think he's grieved that there's double the work going on. It's, it's, it's he's using, uh, he's ordained, just like he's ordained sin for his glorious ends and purposes. He's even ordained these divisions, again, to glorify himself in a greater way. Well, and it helps keep us humble from our perspective as well, because you and I have said many, 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 many times before that we know we have errors in our theology. And if we knew what they were, of course, we would fix them. Right, we change them. But we don't know what they are. And so it would be very naive to look at our brothers and sisters in other denominations and things like that and have some kind of holier-than-thou approach. Mm-hmm. Of course, we believe what we believe because we think that it's scriptural, but we're not so arrogant to think that we don't have mistakes and things that we have blind spots or things that we're interpreting incorrectly or whatever else. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I love that. I think you, you said what I said in way better words. <laughs> Different ones. <laughs> lesser. Different ones. <laughs> More lesser. You got a question of the day? I do, I do. Okay, you're out. Maybe traveling. Maybe in a city that you don't normally go to very often. You get a little hungry, kind of like I am right now. What's your go-to fast food? What are you going to look for in that town? And you can't be one of these fancy ones like Whataburger, In-N-Out, or one of those. In-N-Out counts as fancy? Yep. Yep, it's it's got to be like one of the low tier ones. Taco Bell, T- Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King. You know what I mean? Yeah, no fast casual. I'm I'm tracking with you now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, yeah, no question. There's no question. It's it, Taco Bell. It, there's not even a close second. It's Taco Bell. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh gosh, yeah. I there was this guy that I work with currently actually, and he uh, <laughs> he's he's talking about the twenty dollar challenge where you eat $20 worth of Taco Bell food. And I was oh, with I was with Marcus when he's talking to us about this and me and Marcus start laughing. We're like, dude, the challenge is not spending $20 <laughs> at Taco Bell. I could throw down yeah. some Taco Bell. Yeah. 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 Ah. Dang, I kind of want Taco Bell now. Ah, Taco Bell's good. You know, mine right now, honestly, and this is like a shame to admit guilty pleasure, but it's McDonald's. I knew it was. You've been yeah. ha- like, and you're on them shakes. Yep. Well, I haven't had one in a minute, but yeah, I like them shakes. Mm. Yeah, McDonald's is it right now. The reason I had this question of the day is I was ordering and there was some guy behind me, this hipster-looking dummy, and <laughs> he, he was trying to use the machine, the visual ordering kiosk, and he was like, he started punching it. He can't be that much of a hipster if he's at McDonald's. No, the, the, here's, wait, wait, wait. He, he started punching it, and his girlfriend, like, grabs his arm and is like, stop it, stop it, what are you doing? He's like, I don't eat fast food. I don't know how to work this thing. I've never been here before. Nice. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So he gets behind me, and he gets, like, right up close enough so he could breathe on my neck, and I want to turn around and kick him in the ribbits, and did not, but... He was huffy and puffy and dumb the whole time. So what is, and this doesn't have to be on the question of the day, but what's the one that you'll never go to? Um, or the last one you would go to? The last one I would go, it would have been McDonald's. Bef- and like now it's your go-to? It's, now it's my go-to, That's super yeah. funny. No, that it would happens. not be my last one. That happens. 
Um, okay, so uh, it'd be, I've got mine, and it's I tweeted just Jack it. in the Box right here. Oh no, I've been to that one plenty of times. Well, I've been there. I've been to that one recently. Okay, yeah, I think Jack in the Box is the one that I I might might be my last pick. Jack in the Box would be my second. Second behind last? Taco Bell. No, oh, second oh, behind, behind Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Yeah. Really? Okay. Uh, no, my last one is Arby's. Oh, okay. Maybe you know Burger King. I wouldn't go to either. I like a Whopper. Uh, it's pretty good. Flame broiled. Okay. You can taste the difference. Okay. I heard somebody talking about how the ideal meal, fast food wise, is a Whopper with McDonald's fries. Oh. <laughs> but you have to be fast <laughs> so that they're both warm. <laughs> you got to go to a big city where they're right next to each other. All right. I could see that. But yeah, dude, Arby's. I put Arby's on blast Ugh. on Twitter. And dude, people came out in droves. People I didn't even know were following me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. People I hadn't talked to in years were like, where do you get off talking bad about Arby's? All I said was like, how is this Arby's in business? I've never seen... And dude, I work in a drive-thru. So I see people come through with fast food all the time. They get their food and then they come through my line. And I see every manner of fast food bags. Not once have I ever seen somebody come through in an Arby's bag. Ever. Yeah. And then I nobody I know is ever talking about like, oh yeah, I got Arby's the other day. Or hey, you want to go to Arby's? Nothing ever. Arby's is janky, dude. How do they stay in business? Uh, is what my tweet was. And they lit me up. Oh, it's oh gross. Oh my gosh. They well, have an oil following on the internet. Maybe they'll light me up, but uh, it's gross. So anyway, what is your go-to fast food? I don't know, but I'm starting to cry. Dude, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is it. California or Colorado, we believe you belong. (laughs) 